Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Daniel Krauss owns an egg-themed restaurant called Cracked. It's got one location in Chicago and another in a nearby college town. Its specialty? Breakfast sandwiches. The whole concept was kind of built on trying to get the perfect breakfast bites in one bite. So everything that you could think of, hash, eggs, cheese, bread, all in one. God, I I am starving, and that sounds delicious. That's what we aim for. When Illinois' stay-at-home order came down, Cracked kept doing takeout and delivery. But it lost 80% of its income. And that meant that Daniel had some decisions to make. What me and my business partners talked about was, you know, number one priority was keep staff paid. Because we're not the only ones that are freaking out. You know, all of our staff has the same big inhale of, like, holy crap, what is going to happen to us? Where are our paychecks going to come from? And where is my rent going to come from? So we made it a priority to keep all of our staff on staff. Daniel was worrying about how he was going to pull this off when he got a text from Cracks' chief financial officer, who also happens to be his dad. Congress had just passed a $2 trillion relief package, and Daniel's dad told him that a big chunk of it was set aside for small businesses to help them meet payroll. Essentially, it means that the government will basically pay for our employees for the next two and a half months. Hypothetically, that's great. But the reality was a lot more frustrating. What Daniel didn't know was just how hard this money was going to be to get. Because Daniel wasn't just competing with other small businesses for loans. He was also competing against really big ones, too. It feels like I'm screaming into a a vacuumous void, you know? I'm screaming that this is unfair, this is unfair. Today on the show, how big companies walked away with nearly $600 million in small business relief money. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Thursday, April 23rd. A lot of haggling went into Congress's more than $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill. There were fights over paid sick leave and how much Americans should get in unemployment benefits. But there was at least one part of the massive bill that Democrats and Republicans could both agree on, helping small businesses. Well, remember that small businesses is every lawmaker and every politician's favorite. Our colleague Bob Davis is a senior editor. I mean, if you go on TV or in the movies and you see a big business represented, it's always negative. But the small business is what everybody likes. It's your local dry cleaner. It's your local restaurant. It's the guy around the block. I mean, it's just an enormously popular political constituency. And so the idea was to try to make sure that those businesses had a chance to survive the shutdown of America To help small businesses survive that shutdown, Congress set aside $350 billion for small business loans. 
It was called the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP. Nearly $350 billion in loans will be available to small businesses, including sole proprietors. I mean, it's just an amazing amount of money, right? $350 billion. I mean, there's never been a program like that aimed at keeping that sector of the economy going during a period where there's virtually no business. In general, what it was meant to do was for small businesses, those businesses would be given a loan worth two and a half times your average monthly payroll. Small businesses are supposed to use the bulk of that money to pay their staff instead of laying them off. And some of the money can go to other stuff like their mortgage, rent, or utilities. But the best part of the program for small businesses was that if they followed the rules, they wouldn't actually need to pay the loan back. So a way to think of it is, yeah, it's a loan, but really, if you use it for the intended purposes, it's a grant of money to keep people from the unemployment rolls. Do you have a sense of what the feeling was among small businesses when this program was passed? Oh, they were excited. Business after business has no customers or, you know, 10% of the customers they had. This was a lifeline. You know, my email box and other reporters who covered this issue were just full of people trying to get some information about what application and what sort of requirements there were to get one of these loans. But even with the PPP up and running, it wasn't a given that small businesses would be able to get loans. $350 billion is a huge pot of money, but it's not unlimited. And mom and pop shops would be competing for those limited funds against a lot of other businesses. Some of them you might not consider small. When it wrote the bill, Congress defined a small business as one that employs under 500 people. I think when most people think of small businesses, they think of the grocery store around the corner, the bodega, the the restaurant. A company with 500 employees, 450 employees, isn't really anyone's definition of a small business. So to start with, you can be dealing with pretty large businesses. And then something happened to expand Congress's definition of a small business even further. The lobbyists showed up. What do you think lobbyists were thinking as they saw Congress putting together this Paycheck Protection Program? Here is a huge pot of money. Let's get a piece of it. I mean, $350 billion is just a phenomenal amount of money. And every company that's ineligible for loans will try to be eligible. And many companies that are eligible for loans will try to get more. Hotel and restaurant industry lobbyists were paying especially close attention. They argued that any restaurant or hotel business should be able to apply for PPP money, no matter a company's size. That meant that a big company with hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and many thousands of workers could qualify. And their argument was that restaurants and hotels were the first industries that were shut down by the virus and that they were particularly hurt. And the lobbyists got what they wanted. If you were a restaurant or hotel chain, as long as none of your individual locations had over 500 employees, you could apply for a PPP loan. And lobbyists also got another exception. Franchises like Potbelly's, Taco Cabana, or Kura, the sushi chain, could also apply for PPP funds. After all, the lobbyists argued, franchisees are small business owners. The bigger hotel chains and restaurant companies that were pushing for access to this money, did they do the wrong thing? I mean, all of these companies are facing enormous financial hardships right now. 
And they do employ large numbers of people. No, that's true. That's certainly true. The, the counter-argument is there are special programs for bigger companies. The Federal Reserve, they have one that's intended for mid-sized companies. But uh, that's a loan program. That is not a forgivable loan. I mean, you get the money and you pay it off. Uh, this Paycheck Protection Program is forgivable, meaning it becomes a grant. The question is, if it's a program intended to keep the smallest of companies alive, should it go to bigger companies when there are other programs for bigger companies? Daniel Krause, who owns those two breakfast restaurants, didn't know that companies with over 500 employees would be able to apply for PPP money. But he knew the demand for this cash would be fierce. So he wanted to be first in line. But we did rush to apply. The hour that we were allowed to apply, we were applied. Daniel was actually lucky. A lot of small business owners faced huge hurdles getting their applications in because they lacked something that bigger companies already had, a history of taking out loans from well-connected banks. A lot of the bigger banks were dealing first with their existing customers. And by existing customers, they meant people who had borrowed money from the bank. But if you were a smaller operation that had never borrowed, you were in back of the line, even if you were a depositor at that institution. So you could also think about it. If you had a small business and were very frugal and didn't borrow, well, then you were disadvantaged. Daniel got his application in, but there was still a lot to worry about. While he waited to hear if he was approved, he was still paying his employees, hoping that this loan would arrive and cover his mounting costs. It was trying to have faith in the federal government and the federal government telling us to have faith in them and saying, keep your employees, keep paying them. Even though you couldn't possibly afford it, we will pay you back for this. And then a few weeks in going, I don't know if we're getting money for this. I don't know. I really, really do not know if we are going to get the loan that we need. After the break, Daniel and the rest of the world learn exactly who else was competing for those small business loans. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. For weeks after Congress's Paycheck Protection Program got up and running, it wasn't entirely clear who was getting the loans. But that changed when publicly traded companies started filing documents with the SEC. And then it became obvious small businesses weren't the only ones getting PPP loans. Big business getting millions of dollars of loans earmarked ostensibly for small business. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse received $20 million worth of loans. Mega brands like Shake Shack and Potbelly got $10 million, while some much smaller businesses have yet to receive a cent. Shake Shack, which has 7,600 employees and 189 restaurants, got a loan through the PPP. Another restaurant chain that got funding, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which makes half a billion dollars in annual revenue. In the roughly two weeks the program was handing out money, 149 publicly traded companies got almost $600 million, according to a Wall Street Journal analysis. And then, just two weeks after the program was put in place, it ran out of money. When Daniel found out, 
he was furious. This is what we were worried about from the beginning, is that they're telling us, don't worry, pay your employees, we'll pay you back for it. And then the second this program opens up, it runs out of money. And then you find out that it ran out of money because all of these giant companies are getting a piece of it, and it just is unconscionable. It wasn't that Daniel didn't think companies like Shake Shack and Ruth's Chris were hurting and deserved help. It just felt like they were taking money out of his pocket. You know, I don't blame the companies for trying to access money that they are legally entitled to, but this $350 billion, if it's going to small businesses, it should go to small businesses. And there should be real criteria in there that defines what a small business is. Shake Shack is not a small business. Ruth's Chris is not a small business. Why are they allowed to touch any of this money? They should not be in the same pool of money that I am trying to draw on. Shake Shack says that its restaurants have been hit hard. Its sales are down 70%. And a spokeswoman said the company was looking into all available options, including a PPP loan. Ruth's Chris said that it applied for the PPP loan so that it could make it through the crisis as a, quote, strong and viable entity. At this point, Daniel still hadn't heard back about whether he was getting any PPP money. But seeing that he was competing against big companies and that those big companies were getting huge paychecks, his prospects seemed even worse. Shake Shack, for example, got the maximum PPP loan, $10 million. And Ruth's Chris got even more, $20 million. The company said it had two subsidiaries and each was eligible for the maximum loan. Most small businesses got more like $200,000. Did the fact that some small businesses didn't get money from this program, did that have anything to do with the fact that some bigger businesses did get large amounts of money? Sure. The fact that you get $20 million means a lot of people who would have otherwise gotten $200,000 loans didn't get it because there's a limited amount of money in the pool. How did lawmakers react when they saw that these larger businesses were getting this money? I don't think many of them realized what was going on. I think it went largely below the radar screen. It was a bill written in a week that is 880 pages long. I mean, I think uh, it's pretty clear how something gets in that the lawmakers don't know. Even when we did our first story, identifying Shake Shack is a company that might qualify for a loan. Senator Rubio's office told us that we were mistaken about it. it. Turned out he was mistaken about it because even though Senator Rubio was involved in writing the The legislation, it was pretty clear his staff didn't quite understand how the provisions would work. An aide to Senator Rubio said, quote, There is bound to be some confusion when setting up a program of this size in such a short period of time. The fact that big restaurant chains were getting so much money led to such backlash that Shake Shack decided to return their $10 million loan. Instead, the company raised $150 million through the stock market. Here's Shake Shack founder Danny Meyer describing the decision on SiriusXM. Once Shake Shack learned that so many had been shut out for a whole host of reasons, lack of funding, lack of proper contacts with banks, then it put Shake Shack in a position to do the other right thing, which was to return the funding so that those who didn't have that kind of access could get it. I think they pretty obviously recognize this is a publicity nightmare for them. And since they didn't 
need the money, they would try to get out ahead of it and say that they were returning the money. Recently, Daniel, the restaurant owner, got his first bit of good news in a long time. He actually gotten his government loan. He got all the money he requested. We got what we asked for, which is two and a half times our monthly average payroll. Um, it felt like the world's biggest weight was lifted. Well, now that you have the money, what does it allow you to do? How long will it keep you afloat? Half of it's already been spent because we've already paid for a month worth of employees. So that's four weeks right there. You know, so it's, it's meant to basically get you through 10 weeks. It's two and a half months. And that's about what it'll do. So it's good for about six more weeks. Looking back on what's happened over the past month, how would you sort of rate how well this Paycheck Protection Program has worked out for you and other small businesses? It's, it's so hard to answer because for me personally, this worked. I did exactly what they said from the beginning. I kept everyone employed. I paid them and I got lucky. But at the same time, it makes me furious that these big companies were able to apply for this. How is my neighbor, Antique Taco, across the street trying to get the same money that Ruth Chris is trying to get? So in that way, it was an utter failure. What is it that you want people listening to know about what you're going through? Well, I guess just that every time you hear a story like this, there are millions of us out there right now that are going through the exact same thing and trying to navigate the grants and loan application process. I look up and down Milwaukee Avenue, which is where I am in Chicago. Every other building you see is a small business. So there's millions of us out there right now just trying to figure out how to make it to the end of this. On Tuesday, the Senate passed another relief package, which includes an additional $310 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program. The House is expected to vote on the bill today. In an effort to limit the number of large companies applying for loans, a portion of the money, $60 billion, will be set aside for small, mid-sized, and community lenders. And a note... Shortly after we published this episode, there were two big developments, and we're adding them here. The Treasury Department asked publicly traded companies to repay loans that they received from the Paycheck Protection Program. And Ruth's Chris, the steakhouse chain that received $20 million, announced that they would also return their loan. That's all for today, Thursday, April 23rd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Special thanks to Heather Haddon, Inti Pacheco, and Teo Francis for their reporting on this story. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.